everyone. Welcome to Gilmore Gals. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Jaina and Anusha. In today's episode, we'll be interviewing the person behind one of my favorite Gilmore Girls related Instagram pages, Larissa from at Eating Gilmore. Welcome, Larissa. Hi. Hi, everyone. So I know a lot of people in the Gilmore Girls community on Instagram already love your account. Um, but for those of uh, our audience who aren't familiar, uh, would you like to introduce yourself more to our audience? Yeah, I would love to. Um, so like you said, I'm Larissa and I am behind the account Eating Gilmore. Um, basically, I am currently cooking my way through my all-time favorite TV show, obviously Gilmore Girls. So why we're all here today. Um, so basically every episode I pick a dish that's inspired by that episode and I recreate it. Um, currently I am on season four and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, and I guess in my quote unquote real life, I am a college counselor and I am from Texas. Awesome. Thanks for that intro. Um, super exciting. When I read that you were a college counselor, I was like, oh, I can relate because I'm also um, in the college field. So oh, I very exciting. That. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, the three of us have some questions for you, both Instagram and cooking related and Gilmore Girls related. Hey guys, want to help support Gilmore Gals? You can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to keep and to sustain future episodes by going to anchor.fm slash Gilmore gals slash support. It works pretty similarly to Patreon and you can pledge to donate as little as a dollar a month to help us keep the podcast running. You could go to our link in the episode description. Now let's get back to the show. Um, but yeah, what inspired you to create your Instagram account? Sure. Uh, so I started eating Gilmore back in 2020. Um, I think like a lot of people during the pandemic, I kind of wanted to have some sort of project um, that I would have something to look forward to. And so um, I was inspired um, by this content creator that I discovered actually at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he's Brad Bakes, and he is actually cooking his way through the Harry Potter books. Um, and so I kind of wanted to do something similar because he just made it look so fun um, cooking his way through a series. Um, and since I am obsessed with Gilmore Girls, it seemed like um, a really good idea to cook my way through that series. Awesome. Yeah, I was really excited when I discovered your account because uh, for years I've always watched Gilmore Girls and thinking things like, oh, I really wish I could try like uh, Suki's Magic Risotto, which actually we talked about recently in an episode. And um, I think your Instagram and both your Instagram and your blog show that it's possible to, you know, recreate these dishes and have fun. Yeah. And I always, um, I try to make my recipes and the directions as, I guess, like easy to follow as possible um, and as accessible. So like no matter what 
I guess, skill level you're, you're on, I try to make it as easy to follow as possible. Yeah, it's great. And it's like a very unique idea too. Like I would have never thought you could make a podcast on like the food from Gilmore Girl. <laughs> it's almost like it's its own character too of the show because there's just so much food in literally every episode. Um, if you guys follow me, you probably know, but I have my followers um, guess every episode what I made. Um, and without fail, at l- every episode, I get at least 10 different guesses because they just talk about food so much on the show. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, Gina, do you want to get into your questions? Yeah. Um, so the first question I have is how long have you been cooking? Because your recipes are so, you know, up to point and they look so delicious. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so I started cooking with my mom kind of like as a kid. Um, she actually bought me some kids cookbooks that I was sort of obsessed with. Um, So I guess I've kind of always enjoyed reading cookbooks and learning different recipes and new techniques. Um, And then when I went off to college, that was kind of when Pinterest first came out. Um, And so I had all of these new recipes that I could access. Um, And so cooking kind of just became a hobby of mine. Um, And then obviously when the pandemic started, I was cooking even more and trying to just kind of experiment in the kitchen a little bit nice that's amazing yeah I feel like everybody during the pandemic just started cooking (laughs) yeah (laughs) there wasn't much else to do (laughs) yeah um so what made you and um and how did you get inspired to create the blog like you have the insta page but then you also have the blog uh, you know both together so what inspired you to kind of do both of them Yeah, well, I sort of wanted a way to kind of track um, and share my recipes because, again, like I said, I wanted this to be something that other people could do um, because, like, whenever I'm watching the show, I'm like, like you said, oh, I want to try that food or that's making me hungry. And so I wanted it to be a way um, that other people could access it as well. Um, And kind of, I guess, the idea of starting any sort of food project or blog um, was because of my friend, Michaela. Um, so like I said, I was cooking more during the pandemic and started posting a lot of my dishes onto my personal Instagram. And she would message me saying that I should start a blog or a YouTube channel. Um, and then I was just like, okay, that sounds good. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started. Um, but I wanted to find a niche. Um, so that's where the idea of doing a series came through because I just didn't think that I could um, come up with dishes as easily if I didn't have like a set project to work on. Um, and so that's where deciding to do a series and then Gilmore Girls came pretty quickly since it is my favorite show. Nice. That's so amazing that you were able <laughs> to do that. And kudos to your friend for inspiring you too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I owe her a lot of credit. <laughs> So what's your favorite recipe on the show or 
the favorite recipe that you've created from the show? Yeah, so um, I think I kind of have two that I've made so far. Um, in terms of like flavor, I really enjoyed Suki's amaretto mousse cake. Um, so she makes Ooh. that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, she makes that for when Trix visits in season three. Um, and technically, she makes individual ones, and they're in the shape of a G, but that just seemed a little too extra for me. So <laughs> I just made one big one, and it was really good. Um, but I did get a little extra for my other favorite dish that I think I'm just all around the most proud of was her edible basket um, that's made entirely of pretzel with a goat cheese filling. Um, from that bit of basket episode. Um, it was a lot of work and like more, I guess, math and engineering that I thought I would have to do when I started this project, but it was really fun to make. Um, so I think those are my two favorites so far, um, but there are definitely ones that I am looking for forward to in future episodes. Nice, that's amazing. I was looking actually through your Instagram and I saw that basket one. I was like, how did she make that? And I love the little like touches you made to it too. Like adding like the lavender leaves and all of that on there. Like it's so incredible. <laughs> it was, it was really fun. Um, and honestly, like it looks really hard to make, but in the end, it honestly wasn't too bad. Like I think coming up with the logistics was the hard part, but then actually making it really wasn't too hard. Um, and I was actually able to do it in my first attempt. So if you oh, do nice. want to try, if you oh, do want to awesome. try, um, directions on it, if you want to make your own basket, because it really isn't too hard. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate um, along with that, how in your blog for your recipes, because um, I'm sure you've seen this with some cooking blogs, they'll have like a really long, uh, like novel length antidote before each recipe. And I've seen a lot of bloggers do that. So I like how on yours, you just get straight into the recipe and the directions for it. And it's very easy to like kind of read and follow along. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you said that because that was literally my goal when I started this. Um, and I even like put it in my very first post that I was like, I promise that every page will have the recipe first because it is really annoying when you're like scrolling through trying to find it on different blogs um, and no shame to other bloggers I know they have to do that to get traffic and all of that onto their site but as a user and I wanted this to be as user friendly as possible so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go against the grain I will put it up at the beginning just to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that because yeah. um, all the blogs that I've like come across had like, you know, an essay long introduction. It's like, where's the recipe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. jump to recipe button. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so what has been the hardest or most complicated recipe that you've like recreated from the show? Um, I think another one that I had to do a bit of like engineering was for Suki, another Suki dish. She's always my hardest ones. Um, <laughs> her tassel hat cake that she makes for Lorelai's graduation. 
Um, I was just really dead set on making it. Um, but it took me about five attempts to get the shape that I wanted. Um, I really was struggling to get the, I guess, base of the hat to look right. Uh, so I ended up using like a bundt cake pan. Um, but that did make it a lot easier because it has a hole in it. So I was able to fill it with the um, chocolate covered espresso beans like she does. Um, so that way, when you cut into it, they just kind of easily pour out from the center. So it definitely was a challenge, but it was worth it. Oh, wow. Like, I love your determination. Then like you're, you know, you want to get it right and stuff. Yeah, it's so weird. Like there's some that I just get like so dead set on making and I'm like I could have picked something a lot easier why did I do this to myself <laughs> but it's such a sense of accomplishment when you like complete that like very complicated task and like you just feel so good afterwards yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I have um one last one um how do you decide which recipe you want to cook like do you just uh, look watch the show and then you get inspired or um, do you think about like the logistics first? Like how do you decide which recipe to cook? Uh, yeah, so it kind of just depends on, I guess, the episode. Um, so like there's some where the food is just so iconic to that episode that pretty much from the beginning, I knew I was going to make that food. Um, so like, I made deviled eggs for take the devil eggs. I made biscotti for ballrooms and biscotti. Like it's in the <laughs> name of the episode. Um, but then there's some episodes. Um, so I did like a particular rewatch where I paid close attention to the food that's mentioned, um, which is a lot, by the way. Like, like I said, every episode, there's so much food. And when you're looking for it, it really jumps out at you a lot more. So when you're rewatching it, I challenge you to like pay attention to the food because it's crazy. <laughs> um, but I kind of just like choose, I guess what sounds good and manageable to me. Um, like obviously I do like to challenge myself like with the pretzel basket, with the graduation hat cake. Um, but I'm completely self-taught. I'm still consider myself an amateur chef. Um, so I don't want to pick something that's like completely out of my reach. So in terms of like a lot of people have asked me if I'm going to do any of the wedding cakes. And like right now, I think the answer is no, because I'm not a skilled like fondant person yet. But maybe if I practice, I could get there. Um, and then there's also some episodes where um, I'm kind of torn between two different dishes. And so I'll ask my Instagram followers to vote on which one I should make. Or sometimes I'll do a collab with another creator and they'll make another the other dish that I wanted to make. Um, so I do have one coming up at the end of this month. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then I also live with my sister and she's kind of my official taste tester. So sometimes she'll also sway me on what I should make too. Oh, that's awesome. And by the way, you're no, in no means an amateur. Like uh, there's no way that I could ever make anything <laughs> like that. Like you're amazing. Well, thank you. I feel like I am, but thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're at this point, you're a total pro. Um, oh, yeah. And I saw recently you got up to 10k on Instagram. Congrats on that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm still just like completely stunned by that. Like when I started, I was like, maybe I could get to like a 1000. That would be really cool. And so it to hit this much was still just like a really big surprise to me. Awesome. Well, um, in addition to our cooking related questions, we also have some Gilmore Girls related questions uh, for some fun opinions from you. Um, But uh, yeah, do you have a favorite character from Gilmore Girls? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, So actually, I only kind of decided on my favorite character, like really recently, like since starting this project recently. Um, So I've kind of always had, I guess, a hard time picking favorites. Well, except with Gilmore Girls, obviously being my favorite show, but like with everything else, it just seems so concrete to say like, this is my favorite and I just have to completely commit to that. Um, But in discussing the show a lot more and spending so much more time with the show and with the characters, Um, I kind of realized how much I love Richard. Um, I think he actually has one of the best character arcs on the show, especially with his relationship with Lorelai. And I like really love his relationship with Rory. And obviously I love Lorelai. You know, she is the main part of the show, but that answer just always kind of seemed cliche to me. Um, So I like saying that it's Richard for my favorite. Yeah, that's really interesting because, yeah, like you said, a lot of people tend to say like Lorelai or even Rory as like their favorite character. And yeah, I feel like Richard um, is very underrated in that way that he has a lot of um, complexity to him as a character. So yeah, definitely really interesting. Yeah, I kind of feel sometimes that, you know, obviously there's a lot of dimension to Lorelai and Rory, but at times they can kind of feel like one note, but I just think there's so many different layers to Richard. Um, and that just doesn't get talked about a whole lot. Yeah, For I sure. completely agree. And like, now that you're saying it uh, right now, I'm like thinking, oh, wow, yeah, that is true about Richard. Cause I feel like he kind of gets forgotten sometimes. Yeah. Cause he's not one of the Gilmore girls. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Gilmore guy. Yes. <laughs> Um, all right. So are you team uh, Dean, Jess, or Logan? All right. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is the most always like controversial question in the Gilmore Girls fandom. <laughs> um, so I guess my answer to this one is always I'm team that they were all right for Rory in that stage of her life, um, but that none of them were right for her for the rest of her life, like I could probably write a dissertation on this. Um, I think think that they all taught her really important life lessons. Like they were all necessary for her growth, um, but that none of those relationships were actually healthy. Um, And obviously those are the only like three main boyfriends that we ever see Rory with. Um, Well, except for Paul from the revival, but that doesn't really count. (laughs) Um, 
And I just think it's kind of weird that there's always been so much debate about these three because like they're her high school and college boyfriends. And, you know, most people don't end up with their high school or college boyfriends. So it's like always weird that we always obsess over these three. And I'm like, she probably wasn't going to end up with any of them anyways. Um, Even though like there was the whole Logan thing in the revival, but whatever, we don't talk about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it was just really important for her to date all of them, but I guess not end up with any of them, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> so that's yeah. my way of answering that without offending any of the people on the team. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And that's definitely true that, you know, those are her high school and college boyfriends. And like you said, realistically, you know most people don't end up with their college or high school boyfriends but yeah I think because we uh see her only during those stages of her life with the exception of the revival we tend to like focus a lot on it so I can totally see your point with that yeah I I wish she had a different boyfriend like obviously there was Paul but I wish there was actually like a good I guess suitor or possibility in the revival in her adult life that we got to see that was like an actual real relationship that wasn't like used for comedic effect or anything like that. Yeah. I think I definitely agree with you on that one. Cause I felt bad the fact that they had Paul. I mean, people usually forget about him as a character altogether. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, yeah, I mean, that's what they did on the show. And I, Oh, that was plotline really frustrated. I mean, there was a lot that frustrated me about the revival, but Paul <laughs> plotline is probably in like my top five, just because I didn't really see the point of him. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, related to that, um, are you team Max, Luke or Christopher? Okay. Um, obviously, I think I would, like most people say I'm team Luke. Um, but I will say, like with Rory's boyfriends, I do think that each of them have value and also teach Lorelai important life lessons. Um, the chemistry that Lorelai and Chris have is, I think, is really good. Um, he's just kind of a toxic partner. Um, and obviously, he gave Lorelai Rory. Um, but I just, I don't think that they should end up together. I don't think they're good together. Um, I think... Max and Lorelai had some really good moments. Um, Obviously, it's like the first relationship that we see on the show. So we also kind of get an insight to who she is in romantic relationships. Um, And so I do like parts of Max, but I just don't think he was right for Lorelai. And he just definitely didn't fit into her world or into Stars Hollow. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, Yeah, Max was definitely a really good partner. But yeah, especially early in the season, maybe not exactly the right time for Lorelai. Yeah, I know the three of us are all uh, team Luke. So (laughs) (laughs) I I guess we're like with the majority there. Yeah. So what has been your favorite storyline from the show? Yeah, um, so I... Obviously, um, I think there's a lot of different storylines between Rory and Lorelai's relationship to um, Rory going off to Yale and all of that. But I think my favorite 
um, is probably Lorelai's relationship with her parents. Um, and I think this kind of goes back to Richard being my favorite character. Um, I think, obviously, again, a good chunk of the show is Lorelai and Rory's relationship. And it's really important to the show. Like, the show wouldn't exist without them. But I think the good stuff is really how um, Lorelai is able to kind of like mend that relationship with her parents. Um, I think people kind of forget that Lorelai only saw them maybe twice a year, um, if that. Um, and then by the end, she's seeing them every single week and she wants to or she agrees to do that even when Rory goes off and like is not going to be around to go with her. Um, and so I think that is kind of, for some people, kind of an underrated part of this show, but I think it's so important to see that development between those three characters. Um, and even in the revival, it gets explored a little bit more, like obviously Richard's dead and gone, but I think Lorelai and Emily are able to mend their relationship even more. Like it kind of started in a bad place at the beginning of the revival, but it ended up in a much better place by the end. Um, so I think the plot between Lorelai and her parents would have to be my favorite. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And um, I think most people don't realize how um, big that step was uh, to even see her parents every week, considering she only saw them like, like you mentioned, once or twice a year. And I think that's super important that, you know, like baby steps, like they make a huge deal, especially considering where she was before. Right, right. Um, so what are your thoughts on Rory, Lane, and Paris's relationship? Mainly like the relationship that Rory had with Lane versus the relationship that Rory had with Paris? Yeah, um, I have always felt this way, but I think... Honestly, kind of to both girls, I think Rory is not necessarily the best friend um, to either of them. I think Lane much more so than she is to Paris. Like, I, I'm sorry, I love Rory, but she's such a bad friend to Lane. <laughs> um, I think she kind of forgets about her a lot. Um, I mean, there's several episodes like when um Rory's like becoming obsessed with Dean and she's not spending any time with Lane um so I wish we could we would get to see their um relationship maybe they would have some bad moments like some rocky times in their friendship but kind of overcome that um but it just kind of stays at this neutral ground the whole time and it just doesn't actually seem I guess like a real friendship um, whereas with her in Paris, we get to see a lot more of the ups and downs of their relationship. So it seems more genuine to me. Um, and, you know, there's some good moments, I think, between Rory and Paris, like her comforting her when she doesn't get into Harvard. Um, and when she and um, Doyle kind of are going through their are we in a relationship or not? And then when they kind of break up for a little bit at the end of season seven. Um, I still think though that Rory's just like not the best friend. Like she kind of gets stuck in her own mind in her own ways and just kind of doesn't necessarily think about her friends um, in the same way that I think real life friends would act, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think all three of us would. We were talking about this in the last episode where um, Lane, I think she was going back to uh, Korea and um, Rory was just sitting there with Dean on the bench and like didn't even bother to get up. And like, Yes, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yes, I like talked about that in my blog post for that episode because like it <laughs> has always annoyed me. Like you're, and because at that moment, like Lane still thinks she's gonna be there for like ever, or at least for a very yeah. long time. And then I know Rory and Dean like just made up, and she's like just waves at her best friend who's leaving for an unknown amount of time. And that's yeah, that's always really annoyed me for sure. <laughs> Same. I think uh, I definitely think Rory is very selfish when it comes to like being a friend. I think yeah. she expects like you know people to be there for her but she won't reciprocate reciprocate that to the others yeah I, I think she even kind of does that to Lorelai a lot too like they're supposed to be best friends but mo- I, not all but I feel like most of the fights that Rory and Lorelai have are on Rory's fault like when she sleeps with a Dean and like they have that big fight it's Rory's fault like she's the one who's like well, I don't care if he's married and Lorelai's just trying to like get her to understand. And then when they have the big blow up at the very end of season five, like it's because Rory won't really explain what's going on with her emotions and her panic and her downward spiral spiral. Um, so yeah, I think even like between those two, a lot of their fights can be pinpointed on Rory. Yeah, for sure. And definitely I think the uh, beginning of the show, like Rory is really portrayed as like the quote-unquote mature one in um, the mother-daughter relationship, but I think um, we sort of realized that she actually is very emotionally immature and doesn't really know how to deal with her emotions and how to how to react in situations. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like, part of that, I don't want to say is necessarily, like, Lorelai's fault, but I think that partly comes back to Lorelai's, I guess, parenting style because she kind of, sets Rory up to think that oh Rory you can do anything that you want and like you're amazing you're perfect and then like when anytime Rory messes up or like fails at something that's when she has this spiral um and I think that kind of goes back to Lorelai's immature parenting which made Rory unable to like properly process and deal with her emotions like you said Mm -hmm. totally yeah I'm so glad you brought up that point because yeah in a lot of previous podcast episodes the three of us have always talked about how Rory really is put up on this pedestal but then uh, when in reality you start to analyze her actions she can be quite problematic so (laughs) it's, it's definitely important to bring up I feel like yeah yeah and like kind of becoming more um, involved or like aware of the Gilmore Girls community. I feel like there's just like a lot of Rory hate. Like some people will as far as like say that she's like the villain of the story. And like, I don't hate her that much. Like I still love Rory. I think she has a lot of good qualities, but yeah, like you said, she can definitely be really problematic a lot of the time. Kind of like a funny question to be honest. (laughs) You don't have, don't take it seriously. Okay. Um, so you mentioned that uh, they should have brought like another character for Rory's um, um, boyfriend wise. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on Tristan and should they have brought him back in any way in any time of her life? Ooh, <laughs> that him? is a good question. Um, I, I personally don't really like Tristan a whole lot um, in terms of just like what we got to see of him. I think it could have been really great to see a sort of character arc with him. Um, just kind of like maturing and growing would be really great. Even if it was just like a quick little cameo in a year in the life, kind of like with Dean, where we just kind of see a snapshot of his life, I think could have been really cool. Um, I've read recently that um, Logan is kind of supposed to be a more mature version of Tristan. And like, I kind of get it. He's like the blonde rich guy. Um, but I think it could have been kind of cool to see where Tristan ended up in his life. You know, did he become kind of a better person? Because like, I think he's kind of a douchebag to Tori, <laughs> you know, in the like I'll season and a half that we see him. But, um, I do kind of wish we got to see where he ended up in life. Like, where did he go to college? Where did he um end up working or living I think could have been really cool to see um yeah Larissa before we wrap up today uh any questions for us uh yeah I do have one um or I guess kind of two but two is like a really like rapid fire one um but my main question is how did each of you kind of come to love this show so much like if you're having a whole podcast about it it's probably one of your favorite shows. Um, And I know like for many people, including myself, it's such a a source of comfort. Um, So I'd like to know if it's the same case with each of you guys. Yeah, that's a really awesome question. Um, And I know for me, it definitely has been a source of comfort. Um, I've been watching Gilmore Girls since I was like in seventh grade. So for a very long time now um and I always used to rewatch episodes on back when it was called ABC Family back in the day um, <laughs> same, same, same. yeah yeah so uh I used to rewatch those episodes all the time um and a fun fact the three of us actually went to high school together so um we would always just like talk about Gilmore Girls pretty often um <laughs> I love so Yeah, during the pandemic, actually, um, I had an idea to like start a podcast since I listened to them so often. (laughs) So I thought Gilmore Girls would be a perfect topic since there's so much to discuss and analyze. And um, I was just like, hey, guys, let's start one. (laughs) That would be really fun to do. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely started um, watching Gilmore Girls a little later when I was in um, maybe junior or like senior in high school. I would always hear Karisha and Jaina talking about it in high school. So I was like, oh, maybe I should check this show out. And I instantly fell in love with the show. And like you mentioned, it is a source of comfort. And I find like, you know, the old school style of writing, like just the vibes of it, like early 2000s, I just find it very nostalgic and comforting. So I love um re-watching the show all the time yeah definitely yeah and kind of the similar story as Karishma for me I started watching um in middle school so probably seventh grade and I would watch after coming 
coming home from school and that would be on ABC Family and I would probably just like watch it with my mom for the most part and it would be like a show that we would like both bond over and we just have such a good time watching it so I kept like re-watching all those episodes and everything and um, then met Krishma and Anusha in high school and we would always just like talk about it anytime we got we would just have like random discussions over it so yeah that's um why my passion is oh I love that and like that's really cool that you guys have stayed in like touch since high school like that I feel like is so rare um so I think that's really great um I have one more question since I am kind of the Gilmore Girls food person if you had to pick like a favorite food or food you would most want to try from the show what would it be Luke's pancakes. <laughs> Ooh, totally agree with that. Yeah, Luke's pancake or any of Luke's diner food, honestly, and um, Suki's magic risotto. I want to know, like, what? It, why is it magic? I really want to know that. Yes, definitely. And I definitely want to try like any like cake baked by Suki because like her baking skills are like top notch. So I really want to try any like desserts from Suki. Oh yeah, I heard desserts have kind of been some of been have been some of my favorite ones to make for sure yeah yeah I actually also would want to try out um Suki's green macaroni and cheese I forgot what it was oh I just made that one um her it didn't turn out green because you would have it's her like her chipotle jalapeno mac and cheese Yes, I could have used green food coloring, but I don't know. There was something about like mac and cheese being like actually green was a little weird to me. (laughs) Um, I don't know why. Like I was just like, "Mm, I don't know if I could like actually eat like green food. That's Um, why I want to try to see what it would be like. (laughs) But maybe I'll make it again and I'll add the green food coloring for you. (laughs) Yes, yes, please. (laughs) How did that taste, by the way? Oh, it was really good. Um, I did make it. Um, I mean, it wasn't like super spicy. I am a white girl, so it was like, pretty spicy <laughs> to me. Um, but it wasn't like anything super, super spicy, but it was really good. Um, really creamy. If you like mac and cheese, I would recommend it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing the photo and I was like, oh, that looks really good. (laughs) It was really good. (laughs) Who eats the food? Like, because you make so much, especially like the the desserts and everything. Do you finish it yourself or do you like give it away to friends or? Yeah, kind of a little bit of both. So um, my freezer is usually full (laughs) of food that I've made. Um. Or I will give it with to friends. Um, my sister helps me eat a lot. Um, when the pandemic was like really intense and like we weren't seeing anyone, um, I would typically make like half a batch of my recipe. And I still sometimes do that a lot um, just so I'm not making a ton of excess food because I don't want to be like super wasteful or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it is a lot of food and it's usually really unhealthy food. So I definitely don't eat like all of what I make because they eat like crazy. On this show. <laughs> they do. <laughs> 
they order like half the menu at every restaurant and I'm just like how how do you eat all this <laughs> how do you eat all that and then also how do you afford all of that <laughs> it's a small town it's probably really cheap <laughs> yeah I guess so <laughs> very true <laughs> All right. Well, Larissa, it was so much fun having you today. Thank you so much for coming on to our show. Yeah, definitely. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Of yeah. course. <laughs> so uh, before we go, uh, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, so all of my recipes, the blog that we've talked about, um, it's at eatinggilmore.com. Um, and my Instagram, and I do have a TikTok now. Uh, it's been interesting trying to figure out, but um, both of those are at Eating Gilmore. Um, so follow me on all of those places. Um, again, on my Instagram stories, we do a lot of fun games on there. Um, so like I said, every week, people try to guess what I made from the episode. We also do fashion polls, episode polls. Um, so I try to make it kind of fun um, in my stories. So definitely follow me on Instagram. All right. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And we'll link uh, Larissa's uh, socials in our show notes. So definitely take a look out for that. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. In our next episode, we'll be recapping another episode of Gilmore Girls. So definitely check that out. Um, you can support our podcast by going to our link in the description. And you can also find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. And if you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, rate and review and share this podcast with any friends, you know, who enjoy Gilmore Girls. So we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.